Harmonia, the ancient word for the union of melody and harmony and the music of the spheres. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval Renaissance and Baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. Harmonia marks the 400th anniversary of the publication of Claudio Monteverdi's Marian Vespers of 1610, with dynamic performances by Tragicomedia, Concerto Palatino, and the Magnificat Baroque Ensemble. Join us in an exploration of the Vespers, new, old, and now. Before we get to the music, let's take a quick look back in time in the Harmonia time capsule. 1610, a year of news and a year to remember. In 1610, the northern Italian city of Mantua was the seat of the powerful Gonzaga family, where Duke Vincenzo I was a great and powerful patron of the arts. The court boasted among its artistic stars none other than Flemish painter Peter Paul Rubens, who not only created stunning works of art, but also worked as a court diplomat. Another equally famous court employee was the renowned Cremonese musician Claudio Monteverdi, who in 1610 celebrated his 20th anniversary of service to the Gonzagas. In July of that year, Claudio published his Vespro della Beata Vergine, or Marian Vespers, which begins with a recognizable tune. Those of you familiar with Monteverdi's opera L'Orfeo will notice the same fanfare used in the overture. The Gonzaga fanfare is a memorable one. In science news, four moons of the planet Jupiter are discovered thanks to Galileo Galilei and his telescope. In January 1610, Galileo discovered three moons, and a week later, a fourth was found. He named the moons after the lovers of Zeus, Io, Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto. In other Italian news, Michelangelo Merisi da Caravaggio passed away in July 1610. He was returning to Rome from Naples to receive a pardon for a murder he committed a few years earlier, but along the way he came down with a fatal fever. At the time, Caravaggio carried several paintings with him, presumably intended for Cardinal Borghese in Rome. King Henry IV of France was murdered by a religious fanatic named François Ravaillac, who stabbed the king to death while his coach was stopped by a temporary roadblock. Ravaillac was immediately arrested and imprisoned. He was later executed in a fashion reserved only for those who murder kings. Ravaillac was pulled apart by four horses. After his father's death, nine-year-old Louis XIII, eldest son of Henry IV, ascended to the throne to continue the reign of the House of Bourbon. His mother, Marie de Medici, acted as regent until he came of age at 13. In lighter news, a special piece of music was published in England in 1610. Composer and lutenist Robert Dowland, son of the more famous John Dowland, published an anthology of lute songs known as A Musical Banquet. 
Made up of songs in English, French, Italian, and Spanish, the collection contains a diverse representation of European song by anonymous and well-known composers. This has been a look back at the year 1610 in a Harmonia time capsule. I'm Angela Mariani. Outside of his three operas, Claudio Monteverdi's Marian Vespers is one of his most famous compositions. Published in 1610 while in the service of the ducal court in Mantua, the Vespers is a ravishing work of beauty, poetry, and virtuosity. Its dramatic beginning statement initiates a powerful Christian ceremony, Deus in adjutorium meum intende, O God, come to my assistance.
Tragicomedia and Concerto Palatino performed excerpts from Claudio Monteverdi's Marian Vespers of 1610. Stephen Stubbs directed. Hundreds of archived episodes, videos, podcasts, and much more can be found online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia. We're marking the 400th anniversary of the publication of Monteverdi's Marian Vespers of 1610. Monteverdi wasn't the only Italian composer to dedicate music for Vespers service to the Virgin Mary. Forty years after Monteverdi printed his Vespers, Chiara Margarita Cozzolani published her own in Venice, although her setting was noticeably different. The most obvious quality being that it was written specifically for women's voices. She entered the convent early in life and took inspiration from the music and people that surrounded her.
Music of Chiara Margarita Cozzolani, excerpts from the Marian Vespers of 1650, were performed by the Magnificat Baroque Ensemble, directed by Warren Stewart. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, publisher of Early Music America magazine, on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani.
Welcome back to Harmonia and a celebration of the 400th anniversary of Monteverdi's Vespers of 1610. In 2006, the Vespers was the inspiration for choreographer Alain Platel's stage dance piece entitled VSPRS. The composer and arranger Fabrizio Casol was given the task of modernizing Monteverdi's classic work, which he did, but in an unexpected fashion. Casol brought together period instrument musicians and seasoned improvisers. The result was a new and fresh work, a kind of Monteverdi-inspired composition for the 21st century.
Music inspired by Monteverdi's Vespers of 1610, Fabrizio Casol directed a period and modern instrument ensemble in a work entitled VSPRS. Music or other items purchased through HarmoniaEarlyMusic.org also support the production of this program. Our featured recording is a 2009 Alia Vox release entitled The Forgotten Kingdom, which traces the history of the Christian religious sect known as Catharism, from its origins and flowering to its persecution and eventual demise. Jordi Saval directs La Capella Real de Catalunya and Hesperion 21 in a performance that embodies a musical ideal of East meets West.
Jordi Saval directed La Capella Real de Catalunya and Hesperion 21 in excerpts from the Alia Vox release, The Forgotten Kingdom, music for the Cathars. And I might add that this CD comes in an absolutely beautifully packaged book. It is a delight for the eye as well as the ear. Speaking of featured releases, Harmonia also produces a short weekly podcast in which our writer, Bernard Gordillo, digs through recently released and classic recordings to bring you the very best from the world of early music. You can subscribe to the podcast at WFIU.org or through iTunes. Support for Harmonia comes in part from the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Much of the music you hear on Harmonia, as well as books and early music gift items, are available online at harmoniaearlymusic.org slash shop. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Bernard Gordillo. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, Carrie Boyce, David Wood, Luann Johnson, and Scott Witzke. Additional technical support comes from KOHM at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Listeners who enjoy Harmonia may also enjoy WFIU's Ether Game Musical Mini Quiz podcast, available for download at WFIU.org with a click on the podcast button. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Christina Kuzmich is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.